Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, Employability and Careers Consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. My name is Rebecca. I am a student programme assistant that worked on Grand Challenges 2023 this year, and I am joined by two members of our lovely student groups. So would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Anna. I'm a first year geography student from Surrey, and I did the Grand Challenges this year in 2023. Hi, my name's Jake, and I'm a third year history student. And the same, yeah, so Grand Challenges this year. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, Anna and Jake. Would you like to give me a quick explanation of what Grand Challenges is and how would you describe it, basically? So I'd say Grand Challenges is a week where students from a mixture of courses and years work over five days to create a solution to um, a global challenge. And they work with top academics and um, have guest speakers to like assist them with that and um, to develop transferable skills of public speaking and project planning. Yeah, it's present day issues, things like that, that are definitely either going to carry on taking place or might be something that might come up in the future as well. And it's nice to have like a little bit of a thought around how you know it's, it's kind of this idea of thinking of ways how we can sort of mitigate things or you know deal with a bigger picture and whatnot like that as well. I'd say you've both summarised that absolutely perfectly and if you don't mind sharing what were your motivations for taking part in Grand Challenges this year? I wanted to work um, do Grand Challenges because I wanted to work with like-minded people and also develop my public speaking skills because obviously with like Covid I've not really had the chance to do that. And yeah, just work with people that share the same passion to issues and try and like implement a solution to a global challenge that can be like, yeah, put into place. Yeah, I'd say public speaking as well for me. Again, you know, COVID took a real number on any public speaking for a while. So, you know, it was nice to have that experience. I'd, I'd also say that I decided to do it as well because, you know, when you're on your course, say uni you know you got your group of friends or the people on your course and those are the people you see day in day out but but it was nice you know I I chose to do grand challenges because I thought it'd be nice to meet people on other courses and hear what they had to say you know and see their ideas where they're coming from surrounding this question. Again you've said exactly what I'm hoping to hear that is our sort of general ethos that we're pulling people from sort of interdisciplinary backgrounds different courses and year groups work together on something that they all have in common and speaking of would you mind telling me a bit about your project? Yeah sure so um, our project Cornish Sushi we focused on sustainability and locality so where all our ingredients would be grown on site and we chose to do it in um, a brownfield site such as Red Roof. They needed um, obviously developing. And we decided to use land-based agriculture to prevent the need to like import tropical shrimp from the global south. They use lots of antibiotics and um, mangrove deforestation and also using anaerobic digesters to heat the water. And as part of like a circular economy, 
who would use the shrimp waste to fertilize the seaweed and cucumbers in the sushi. And um, the shrimp shells, interestingly, can be used in the pharmaceutical industry to create a substrate for some drugs. So keeping like this in like the circular economy and being more sustainable. Yeah, I'd also say that, you know, there was also the social aspect as well that we focused in on whilst doing this project in that the Camborne Red Roof area, because the tin and copper mining was so big, it had the biggest, I think it was tin mine in the whole of Europe for a while, which didn't close until the latest 1990s, I believe, or 1980s. It hasn't really made a comeback yet. So the idea was that with our place being there, obviously, yes, brownfield sites as well that haven't been brought back basically but also the idea that it would bring much needed money back into the community and jobs as well. That sounds absolutely superb and obviously I got to see your group present on the Friday so I can attest that it was absolutely an amazing idea. So when you were working on it what do you feel like you sort of learnt most in the Grand Challenges experience? I would say like I learned from Grand Challenge is that there's hope and like in such a short time we can create like a solution and as like previously some have actually been implemented with the university and the university offering support so yeah just being able to work in small groups we can um yeah create hope for the future. Yeah I'd say that it was also really nice to realise that you know you had lots of people from lots of different backgrounds and everyone could come together and work together well. And I'd say, you know, I'd say it was really quite nice because, you know, when you're in, say, in this country, I'd say that there is still quite a lot of class divide and things like that, you know, and I'd say the present years haven't really helped that at all. So I'd say to realise that you have lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds, that you can all come together, work together and create solutions to these major problems that we all have to face no matter what your background was quite nice and refreshing. So it sounds like you got up to a lot during that week can you tell me your favourite part or your favourite memory and I think that might have surprised you about it? My favourite part of the week was doing presenting our ideas to, um, in the final showcase because I was very nervous um, to do it because it was like over 400 people but yeah, like the relief after was very nice and um, hearing people's feedback and uh, when we set up the stool and people coming over to get our stickers, that was very nice and I enjoyed that. And also it's like seeing people's other ideas and like um, their projects they created through the week was very nice. Yeah, I, I'd have to say the same. It was nice having both campuses come together and, you know, presenting to each other and seeing everyone's different answers to the questions that were posed and things like that and yeah I'd say I'd say the Friday was really nice it was yeah it was sort of like a final sort of bring everything together everyone sharing the experiences you know sharing their experiences what they've been through throughout the week and yeah it was really good. Oh that's lovely I feel like I haven't mentioned it yet but of course you guys are Penryn students so was this your first time coming up to Streffen campus? No, I'd been there before. I went to a law fair in November, so. You come all the way up. Oh, congrats. Yeah, I'd, I'd been up once before for um, the big band competition that was held at Streffen campus. I think it was oh, back yeah. in February. Or, yeah, no, it was March. Yeah, that was it. It was at the end of March, I believe. Yeah. So. 
I guess this is probably the first time you've been and just met all of the people. <laughs> I mean, it just, it was huge, the showcase. It was so busy and it was so nice seeing everyone else's like projects and stuff and going around. But oh, honestly, credit to you guys coming all of the way and then presenting in front of people you hadn't even met before and then being selected by the judges to go forward. I mean, wow. Like I said, kind of scary doing all of that in just five days. Can you tell me a bit about like the peop any people helping out with that? Any like of the academics working? Like, how did you find it? Yeah, so during the five days, we received lots of useful help. We have a, um, an academic, Michael, and um, he helped us throughout the week, giving us like feedback on our presentation and helping us kind of like create an idea. And then we also spoke to like other academics via Zoom and they kind of just looked over our ideas as well. And we had a postgrad as well. She was there throughout the week and able to offer her um, support. And yeah, and like for, in the middle of the week was able to speak to other uh, groups a part of the Ocean Horizons. And yeah, it was very useful to see like another perspective. And there was also um, like a skills workshops and workshops that you could do helping with like editing and presentation as well which is useful yeah I'd, I'd say exactly the same they were all all of the people that were available to us were really really helpful really helped us create what, what I'd say is a really really quite good presentation obviously I'm biased but but yeah M Michael really did help as well you know he kept looking over our PowerPoint presentations with us things like that and helped us with in one aspect it was a case of we were slightly repeating ourselves a little bit and he noticed that and was able to say oh I think you've repeated yourself a little bit there do, do you want to like maybe cut that a little bit down or you know oh that slide's got a lot of writing on for me personally maybe have more on a post-it note or something like that you can take with you instead of having it on the actual slide you know it was and we had exactly the same stuff from the presentation people and the others as well so it was yeah so it was it was very, very helpful. And obviously these are all skills that I'm sure will probably come up later on, either with, you know, further studies or jobs or something like that. You know, if you've got to do a presentation, you don't want to have lots of information on there, do you? So it's, yes, yeah, so it's been very helpful in that aspect as well. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. I do have to, I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but Tomorrow's World is actually a new challenge. So this was the first year that we rolled that out. Would you recommend that to other students interested in Grand Challenges? Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I feel like, yeah, to look forward, like in the future is very important and included like lots of like different like subgroups, like we did Ocean Horizon. So yeah, it was very useful to think about like for future generations as well. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. It's, you know, being on a history degree, you realise that to look in the past is very important, but also, you know, you have to realise that looking in the future is also very, very important. You know, you've got to think about the future for to deal with some of these problems, how, you know, you've got cause and effect, things like that. And, you know, how how your actions now cause either problems or good things for people in the future. You know, it's we're all on this planet together, so you've got to help each other out whether, you know, even if you never meet them, because, you know, they might be, again, in the future. I really like that answer. 
Thank you so much for telling me all of this. Do you have any other final words? Yeah, I just saying I just recommend Grand Challenges. I was a bit hesitant to do it at first, but it's great with like public speaking and being able to work with other people and also like look do more research into something that you might have not have done much about. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, if you get a chance, I'd do it. You know, again, going back to what I said earlier, I'd say, you know, you've got your usual close friends on your courses. But at the end of the day, once you finish uni, obviously, yes, good to keep in those contacts, keep with those friends and stuff. But when you go into the workplace, you are going to have to meet new people. So why not do it in a safe environment here and get experience with that before going on to the workplace? Thank you guys so much. It's been lovely to hear from both of you. So I'm here talking to the Tomorrow's World Group 1. Um, to start off with, would you both like to introduce yourself? I'm Nigella, I'm doing psychology and this is my first year. I'm Jasmine doing biochemistry and in my first year as well. Great, so would you like to start by talking a little bit about what um, your experience of Grand Challenges was and what your project was? So Grand Challenges was I really enjoyed it just because it's like it was just a great opportunity to be able to I don't know like find people that kind of have the same mindset as you and create this project completely from scratch and also the project that we ended up creating was called Concrete Jungles and that's just because we wanted to reimagine what cities of the future could look like if they were completely dependent on plant life to function because you know like cities are becoming the most populated kind of region um, all over the world now. So it's not like we can stop the construction of cities, but if we could just make them much more sustainable and much more connected to greenery, then I feel like that's a much better way forward. Yeah, and that was also a reason why I joined Grand Challenges too, because I thought it was a really interesting opportunity for me to look into these potential solutions that we have for the future. For example, me and Nigella, we joined Tomorrow's World, which is about you know, envisioning how we can make the future more sustainable, which is why we had this whole plant idea as well, because to me, at least, I felt it'd be interesting to just do research or just look at um, ways people have tried using plants to make more sustainable solutions and things in general. That's great. So what did you guys create for your outputs as your project? What were the final products? So we made a 2D model of a building that incorporated all different aspects of sustainable technology that's reliant on plants. So we had um, this building be constructed of mycelium bricks, which is bricks with fungi in it and covered with moss. And on the rooftop, we had a garden on it. We had algae panels for to provide um, energy for the building. So yeah. just it was all around like a very plant reliant building. We basically just looked at a lot of different research and then we kind of synthesized it to these like key four solutions that we found that were the most relevant to us or we felt had the greatest impact. And then we kind of just created a sort of like idea of what a building could look like if it had all of those things implemented into it. We also did make a website that had like much more detail about all of these four aspects, but that was just like if anybody else was more interested in looking at like what they were. Did you start out with that goal as your project or were you kind of guided by research you did? Like how did you reach that area of research? 
we were actually looking at, I mean, I we were always focused on making cities more sustainable, like that kind of aspect. We originally wanted to focus on public transport and making that more accessible or like walkable cities and things like that. But after a while, we kind of moved on to the buildings themselves, um, just because yeah. we thought public transport was something that's already being worked on a lot. And it's like, there's only so much we thought we could do with it. Whereas buildings themselves, like every city needs buildings. And we also have a lot of like countries that we can take examples off of, like Singapore and Hong Kong, things like that. With public transportation, sometimes it gets a bit too specific with the type of country that we're talking about. So by having this building, it could incorporate it in many different areas of the yeah. world, with maybe changing a few aspects of it, but keeping it relatively the same. Was there a specific city you had in mind or was it the idea to, to have a building that you could put in a new city? We originally were going to focus on the West, so like Europe and things like that. Um, but then we really wanted to make it more inclusive and more diverse. So we just, that's kind of like how we synthesize all those different sustainable solutions. We try to make it applicable to a lot of different regions and a lot of different environments and things like that. So we don't really have a specific place in mind. It's more something that we hope can be applied to pretty much anywhere that's, that can sustain life, essentially. So, Yeah, we were thinking more about putting the buildings in cities rather than a specific country, as a lot of the aspects of our building focus on like the pollution caused by cities and what we can do to prevent the issues from getting worse. For example, the moss-covered walls is was there to reduce temperatures and like cities as pollution makes the area hotter and also like it reduces air pollution as well which is also a big problem in the city trying to make it more focused on solving issues within big urban cities rather than picking a country and trying to solve its specific issues great is this a project that you're going to be continuing with do you think you're going to carry on after now grand challenges week has finished we actually did talk about it except we weren't so sure what we could build upon because we are essentially planning a building and none of us are really architects or anything so mm. it's very conceptual the most we thought we could do is propose ideas to University of Exeter and like seeing if some of these ideas could be incorporated into the school except Exeter itself is already like pretty green so it's not really a huge issue but maybe just within you know the city itself yeah I mean like I, I kind of see our, our project as kind of like just yeah just a compilation of different types of research within this specific area of like plant and biomaterials and we were hoping that like if we were to continue this project then like people can just take different parts of our project and see like um, if they could incorporate it in their buildings and stuff as well yeah very it was very research focused so yeah, like yeah. I think an easier example of ours was the rooftop garden. So, you know, if people just want to elevate their building a little bit, they can literally just put plants on top of their buildings on the rooftops and stuff. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Do you think it's an area you want to continue researching? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting aspect. It's kind of also why I joined Grand Challenges, because I've always been interested in how we can create more sustainable things in general for our future and because I study biochemistry I had a whole lecture on you know how plants can be utilized in, in these ways to um, help build our future so like yeah. it's really obvious that our project is really a lot of stuff is biology based because I was just really interested in that whole um, area.
yeah, same for me. Like I do psychology, but I also just had an interest in biology, especially during high school and things like that. And a lot of what's overlooked is with like making making cities more more green is the psychological impact that it has as well, because we are kind of hardwired to, you know, want to spend time in nature and things like that. So by just having this disconnect now with our like cities and not having enough greenery, that's really affecting our mental health and things like that. So even if you're looking at it from like a business perspective and everything, like having greenery and making people feel better just makes people more productive. So it's like, it feels strange that these sustainability and greenery has to be pushed to be, you know, done because it's it's just all around better to have. Definitely. Just got another question for you as well, which is overall from the experience of making this project, what do you learn? That can be kind of an overview of the really interesting stuff you learn in terms of the content or also what skills do you find did you feel you developed through the making of this project and through taking part in Grand Challenges? I feel like one of the skills that I got was just that time management because we only got five days to come up with the idea, create, like come up with what product we wanted to produce and then actually make that product and then present it. So just having to constantly know exactly what you're doing and constantly be doing something was really was it was just like a great way to practice that like efficiency but also it was just good in terms of being able to work with people that you've just met productively as well so that that was like a bigger challenge for me because I'm a really big procrastinator so as most people (laughs) are so having like only five days to do this really pushed you to be like you have to get it done so yeah I feel like we're really constrained by our time limits because we had quite a few ideas but because of our time limits we had to try making it the our plans not as, not as ambitious because yeah. we were planning to make a 3d model and like make an actual real life model of this stuff as well like prototype mm-hmm. but because we only have three people on our team and only five days to work on this we really didn't have time to work on any of that um yeah. so we had to try to like just narrow down what we want to do specifically instead of trying to do all these different things at once and also because we're like working with different people we have to also you know be good at compromising ideas just you know if someone has a really like an idea that they're really passionate about but we can't like work on all we had uh, when we first started we brainstormed about 100 ideas but we had to narrow (laughs) it down and like some people are gonna probably be like upset that their ideas didn't like make it to the final plan but we just had to compromise and make sure everyone else is okay and oh we also had to make sure no one was being well we only had three people but we tried to make sure everyone was given equal chance to give their views on what we're doing it sounds like you had a really good experience of the week it's definitely not a lot of time though I did find that because I did grand challenges my first year it's not a lot of time so finally I think this will be my last question for you but do you have a favorite part or a favorite memory of the week that you'd like to share? One thing I really enjoyed with Grand Challenge is that you get to meet other people in different courses because for Mm -hmm. me especially with uni you really you really need to go out your way to you know meet people who aren't going to the same classes as you and through the Grand Challenge like I met quite a few people who I otherwise would not have met outside of you know in uni so I really liked that aspect and also, another aspect was getting to work on, you know, innovating ideas and stuff, because I really like planning and researching stuff and trying to create like a possible solution and 
just the whole thing with grand challenges is what was interesting to me because you know in regular courses and stuff you don't really get the opportunity to do stuff like that mine's pretty similar to jasmine's like i think my favorite memory would be when we were presenting at the very end at the at the street and how when we were presenting like people would come over and then they'd be listening and then they go like that's so cool and some people there was this one person that to us and was just like if you do decide to carry like carry on with the project please contact me like I really want to join so that was really cool <laughs> um, because there were actually people out there that were really really interested in what we had so that was really cool well that's so great to hear this was the career zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter career zone check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message, hashtag careerzonepodcast at UOE careerzone or at UOE Cornwall careerzone on Instagram, and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.